Hey guys and gals, welcome to In the Kitchen. My name is Scotty Ironi, coming to you once again from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. This is podcast number four. Now tonight in the hot seat, I have my friend, Chef Bo Taylor. Bo has started a uh, catering business here in Oklahoma City and is doing some pretty amazing work. I got to see a lot of it over the holidays. Well, actually, I got to eat a lot of it over the holidays. And he's, he's cranking out some good stuff. So we're going to pick his brain on what it's like to be a caterer, how you guys go about hiring a caterer, and all the magic behind the scenes. So sit back, relax, have a great time, and thanks for coming by. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, Bo Taylor, how are you? I'm doing just fine. Good. I thank you for coming by. This is podcast number four. And what I wanted to discuss with you tonight is catering. Now, you've opened up a little catering business. It's not a little catering business. It's a great catering business. And it's called Bo Taylor Catering? Yes. Catering by Bo Taylor. Catering by Bo Taylor. We love that. Now, I met you, it's probably about 10 years ago, and we were working on the food committee of Red Tie. That's correct. Through Oklahoma AIDS Care Fund. That's right. And we had a little, we had a little discussion. We were talking about food and all that stuff, but I didn't know you were really into food then. Um, and then all of a sudden, shebang, you're Chef Bo Taylor doing some catering. So now how did you get involved in catering? How did, first of all, how'd you get to start cooking? What was that love, that, that, that first spark of love that you? Probably, believe it or not, it was probably when I was five years old. Um, I remember cooking with my aunt Machta. I'm, I'm originally from Germany. Uh, cooking with my aunt Machta, and I was really curious to see what was on top of the stove. And I remember this very clearly. Right. Uh, she pushed like a little stool in front, and she gave me the wooden spoon. She said, "Here, stir it." And I don't want you just to stir it, but I want you to get what's on the bottom right. kind of mixed around. Right. And I just remember, wow, this is really cool. Um, now, how old were you when that? Five. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I remember it very clearly. I was I was five when I first started cooking, and mine was the same. My father was, was making breakfast, and so he pushed up my little red alphabet stool, you know, uh-huh. that we all had. Yeah. And um, said, here, stir the eggs. So that's... It's the same thing. You have to stir the bottom of the pan. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. If you want your child to be a chef, get them to start cooking early. Get them in the kitchen early. That's right. Well, so kind of how I started with all this is um, I was kind of doing different things. um, And then about nine and a half years ago, I moved back to Oklahoma City and some really good friends of mine um, wanted a personal chef. Right. And so I've been cooking for them for nine and a half years. And uh, part of the responsibility was also being a Manny. So Right. Because they have children. Uh, because they have children. And the last one just moved out uh, last year. So I decided to go part-time and full-time with my catering. And so, you know, I kind of was thinking, gosh, is there really that much demand out mm-hmm. there? Waking up at 4 a.m. thinking, where am I going to get money for dog food? Is this really going to pan, <laughs> pan out? Been there. Yes. Yeah. And then wham, all of a sudden, um, it just picked up. And who knew? You know, just a, a, as if I'd been in business for years. That's a great thing. 
Now, did you, so how how easy was it to, I guess it's never really easy getting your name out and all that stuff. You really have to, I always say chefs have to earn their stripes mm-hmm. <clears throat> out there in the workplace. And let me, this is a little caveat for all of you guys. It is springtime in Oklahoma City. And yes. Bradford pears are blooming like crazy. So Bo and I are, I don't think there's enough Claritin in the world no. right now. So we're having a little <clears throat> upper respiratory issues. There's going to be much clearing of the throat. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just eat a glazed donut? Yes. You're right. Okay. So <clears throat> it's never easy getting back. It's never easy getting your name out and all that. So how did you go about, did people just start calling you? No, no. Okay. Um, I just learned that you just need to talk about it. So I started with my friends and was like, okay, so I've started this new business. Um, you know, help me out here. So if you've got a dinner party, you know, do me a favor, try me out, you right. know, and um, I'll make you the friends and family discount. And so we kind of started that way. Then I started getting into bigger caterings where people who I didn't know were there and always brought my business cards. Good. And it's gone totally word of mouth. Uh, I do no other advertising other than business cards. I don't even have a website. I'm just I'm old school. So that's that that is that is a great thing. Mm-hmm. Now with your with your catering, um, what are you doing? What do you do? You do seated dinners? Um, do you do various courses? Um, are you doing buffets? Are you doing cocktail parties? I'm doing or all the above. All the above. Um, I think what sets me apart is that um, I cook very healthily. Um, I don't add very much salt. Uh, I fry nothing. Um, and if it's a buffet, there'll always be this ginormous crudite, which you saw at, right. at one of our Christmas parties. Yeah, love that. Uh, that I serve, you know, either a fresh Catalina or a fresh green goddess Your dressing. Your green goddess dressing rocks. It I rocks. Know, yeah, that's, that's it rocks. Some good stuff. And that's actually a 1930s recipe that wow. I found. Uh, and it also includes a huge board of fresh fruit. And then, you know, we talk about proteins and I try to kind of mix it up. Um, I like to fill the table, you know, with colors. Um, but it's it's all fresh and it's healthy and that's what keeps people. Now, coming what are back. your some of your, what are some of the favorite things that you like to do on there? When, when you talk about um, your crudités, when you talk about adding color to the table mm-hmm. and all that, what do you what what's your go to stuff for splashes of? Well, to make your table pop. I guess. Well, first off, I start with uh, antique breadboards that I serve most of my food on, and then white china, which always makes everything <clears> pop. <throat> So you have an element of earthiness and then just white china. Food always looks better on white. It does. It does. Um, so like for my crudite, I'll have um, carrots. I'll have three different colors of uh, peppers. I'll do new potatoes right. and radishes. Um, what, what about like like proteins and stuff? What do you... What do you- uh, proteins, I like to go with bright colored, uh, like a chimichurri chicken on a, on a skewer. And call me crazy, but I go for like the longest skewers that I can find because it just has Such this a like... Such size queen. Yes. <laughs> uh, because cause it just, it's so elegant. Right, and no, um, I... Uh, now, do, do you marinate all that? Do you, yes. So yes. You, you make your chimichurri. Yes. And then what all's your chimichurri all about? Um, Just a lot of herbs. And a lot of herbs, um, lemon juice, a little bit of red wine vinegar, and I'll let that chicken marinate overnight. And okay. th- and that's actually something else that sets me apart is that um, I will prep the day before, but I cook on site. So there's none of this sitting in a temp keep, keeping warm kind of business. So oftentimes I'll go in and ask the hostess or the host if they'll have you know if they have a grill, and so. I will grill the food right. moments oh, before, 
and it creates this ambiance of yeah i think i think um it, not only not only um your host or hostess but also their guests i mean they like to see if you're if you're gonna if you're going to hire a caterer and, a and spend chef, spend that kind of money spend that kind of money you're gonna want a little show with that so. yeah and that's exactly what it is. You know, it fills fills the air with good smells, and it's a little bit of drama. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you set something on fire, wasn't there wasn't there an instance? You are cruel. <laughs> you are cruel. Okay, so long story short, and it was I, a it was a dinner party. Correct? It was it was a dinner party, and it was um, gosh, I don't even recall how many. I want to say like maybe eight, ten people. Um, the hostess asked me to do a bake, baked Alaska, which I'd never done before. <laughs> and, I, and of course I said, sure, I can do that. <laughs> no problem. No I... problem. So I practiced at home with the exception of lighting the baked Alaska. So here I am in their kitchen and I'm thinking, oh, you know what? I need to have like a vehicle to be able to transport this into the dining room. So I have this baked Alaska in a pan. So it was a whole baked Alaska. It wasn't yeah. like individual. No, 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 no. Oh, it wow. was it was individual because she wanted to see it. With presentation. So all that I had was this rubber serving tray, you know, just your run in the mill restaurant tray. And I set it on there and I take the hot uh, alcohol and I pour it over and I light it. <laughs> Instantly it started pouring down and ran onto the plastic. The plastic caught fire. And I'm just, Are you out in the dining room by no, now? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm in the kitchen, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. And my <laughs> assistant just froze. She didn't know what to do either. I, no, actually, she didn't freeze. She laughed. <laughs> and so I take this towel, and I kind of dab it a little bit, and I thought, I've got to go because this is going to – I only had so and so much alcohol. And so I went into the dining room, and luckily, as I walked in, the tray stopped you know, burning. Uh, okay, and good. got it up to the hostess, and by some small miracle, it just went, whew. As if it was ta-da, ta-da. It was just perfect timing. So she and everyone clapped, yay! <laughs> I just love a good show, don't you? Especially uh, with a baked Alaskan. Yes, yes. Wow, that's awesome. Now, how about like plated meals? What are do you really get into um, the various courses? Like if I'm now, I'm not a caterer, and I totally respect you guys. I. Catering's not my favorite thing in the world to do. I'll just say I that. I love it. <laughs> so that's why I'm passing some stuff on there. But I, but if I do <clears throat> do catering, and if I'm doing a um, like a cater, like a, a seated meal or something, I really actually get into like four courses, five courses, six courses. Yes. I love little little bitty things, and then yes. plus the creativity flows and 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 all that good stuff. So you're doing like different course meals yes and what do you like to do as far as that do you do does the host ask you to do something or do you do you work with the host to uh come up with a menu and figure out what they like and not like usually the first question i'll get is well so does all this cost the same and my answer is no you know your proteins uh, kind of determine the price and then also the courses so you know chicken is obviously cheaper than pork pork is obviously cheaper than beef and so we just kind of go from there. Um, I like to do multiple courses, small courses, because uh, it kind of traps the guests in this little romantic bubble of being able to visit and, oh, there's oh, another nice, surprise. Yeah. And I always cover whatever I bring in so they don't know what it looks like. Uh, so usually, okay, so this is how it works. So I go into their home and I work backwards. Uh, the dessert that I just gave you, the, uh, the pear tort, 
I will actually have prepped out, but I will not have baked yet. So I'll actually oh, okay. bake it in their home. So that their home like smells of this fresh that's, dessert. That's great. That's great. And then I'll work on uh, the different components. So we might start with a an arugula salad with uh, shaved parm and a lemon vinaigrette. Um, and then we'll move on to like a pasta course, uh, creamy brie pasta with Swiss chard. You're killing me. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then I'll work on uh, the main dish. So it might be New Zealand rack of lamb that I've encrusted mm -hmm. in mustard, um, uh, new potatoes that I've roasted in rosemary, uh, and olive oil. Right, right, right. And then maybe grilled asparagus. Right. And then move on to the dessert. And if you want more courses, we can do that. You know, it's you, so easy. Do you will you do like a little cocktail hour ahead of time, or or is that up to the host? It's totally wanna... up to the host. So, okay. Now going back to going back to all you hosts and hostesses out there, when you're looking for a caterer, when someone's when someone first initially calls you, what's some good advice that you can give to the listeners about hiring a caterer? Um, Maybe some of the questions that um, you typically typically get that's a lot easier if, if they're going to hire somebody that then they can go ahead and have that ready for whoever they're hiring. Well, I think um, you you kind of want to see the work ahead of time. Um, I mean, I personally wouldn't hire a caterer unless I knew you know what types of product they're putting out. Um, or with, going back to the word of mouth. So, going back right. to the word of mouth, and that's that's all of my advertising is my word of mouth. You know, the word of mouth, and right. uh, people who've seen my food and who've tasted it, uh, they know what I'm all about. But you know, if I were, you know, if I was going to have a wedding, I would want to get uh, some references. Yeah, I would weddings want, are a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And, and granted, you can do tastings, but um, you know. Do you, do you get into all that if, if they say, hey, we'd like to have a tasting? I just had one uh, two nights ago. I have this wedding that's coming up in September, and it's a German German wedding. Oh, wow. uh, the bride is from Germany, and her family have never been to the States. They're going to be coming over. So so did your mouth just start? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've, like, been, so I've been so <laughs> excited about this. So um, I didn't realize, but the, but the bride-to-be was kind of nervous the other night when I came because she's never tasted my food. So, okay. I never, ever, ever, ever cheat. I never cheat. Uh, if Okay, so she wanted a, a, something that's called Ramsoze, which is a type of sauce that you put on schnitzel. Say that one more time. Ram, R-A-H-M. Ramsoze. Ramsoze. Okay. Uh, I'd never made it before. And so what I'll do is I'll go on the internet and I'll try to find uh, four or five recipes and I'll kind of meld them together. And what exactly is that? Well, it's uh, it, it was traditionally made uh, with a veal stock. And everything that I saw on uh, the internet said to use beef beef stock. And I just thought, this is so crazy. So two weeks ago, I went and bought 50 pounds of oh, veal bones. <laughs> I popped them in the oven with fresh vegetables, roasted them for an hour right. and a half, put them into a stock pot, let them simmer for 18 hours. I actually set my alarm clock just to be able to, you know... Check check it throughout You'll the night. You'll always have Demi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've got a lot of Demi. Yeah. Um, so my point of all that is uh, she didn't know what my cooking was going to taste like. Her, her uh, soon-to-be mother-in-law had. Um, and I served this Ramsoze. And we're sitting at the table. I'm, I'm eating with them. And she takes a bite. And she looks at me. And then she takes another bite. And she says, Bull. 
we don't even have this in Germany like this good. <laughs> and that was the hugest compliment, oh, you know. That's great. I guess people in Germany are even cheating. You right, know? right. So that just made me feel awesome. She just lit up and she all of a sudden was so excited about the food and what goes on with a German wedding besides the Brahm Sulza? Um, in terms of like, like as, the, as far as like food, is there food. anything we all go back? We all know that I'm half Persian, and so the, like the Persians have certain things that we like to have at weddings and mm-hmm. funerals and all that stuff. Are there are there certain things that Germans like to have at the comfort food? Comfort okay, food. Great. So I'm serving schnitzel, schnitzel. which is mm-hmm. a uh, pork cutlet that's pounded out really really thin and then breaded. Right. Uh, that's going to be served. And everything is brown. Everything's brown. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, that's going to be served with uh, what's called a Jägersauce, which is a hunter sauce that's made with mushrooms and fresh herbs. It's wow. basically what a hunter would find in the woods. Right. This Ramsauce, which I'm quite proud of. Um, and what are you serving that with? On top of the, spe- on top of the uh, schnitzel. schnitzel. Uh-huh. Okay. And then homemade um, egg noodles, which we call spätzle. It's just a vehicle for sauce. Or a spätzle. Or a spätzle, yes. We yes. say here in Oklahoma, yes. spätzle. <laughs> spätzle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, doing my grandmother's uh, very bacony, garlicky uh, German potato salad. Love it, love it. And uh, the hostess is also wanting <clears throat> homemade pretzels. So I've made two attempts to make homemade pretzels, and they didn't quite come out 100%. So uh, this weekend I've got to practice some more. Are you, you going to do like maybe like a... a do Germans do like a like a rare bit, like a cheese sauce or fondue or something with it? Yes, uh, there'll be a cheese sauce, and then she's also wanting it to be served with pate and with uh, mustard. So each God, table. How do I get an invitation this way? Uh, you you <laughs> may have to help. <laughs> I will gladly help if yes. I can get some. You know, I'm all about some pretzels. So at the dinner, uh, she had invited some other guests, and uh, one of the guests, I want to say, 14 year old son, is all about experimenting and food, and he has perfect the big pretzel so he oh, this awesome. weekend is going to give me a, a lesson so awesome that's awesome yeah i'm very excited so what are some tips for people when they when they're looking for a chef a caterer to come to their home and or even an off-site of like a wedding reception or whatever what's some good advice you can give to people when they're when they're initially out there hunting for one uh communication uh, you want to know your caterer one um and it seems like most hostesses are a bit nervous about the process, which mm-hmm. is just kind of funny to me because it's just, it's talking. Um, well, and too, I think it's been my experience. They don't want to seem like they don't know what they're talking about. Right. Yeah. But they want to seem oh, more yeah, knowledgeable yeah, 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 yeah. about the process. Yeah, I've done this a few times. Right, well, right, right, yeah, right. you did it once. And money's no object. <laughs> yeah. Until I tell you how much it's going to cost. <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and, and I'm not inexpensive, but, you know, there's a value for that. Sure. You know, having me come into your home and serving spot on healthy food that pops up. So also up having plate. a budget is a good idea. Yes. Yes. So com- communication, having a budget. Especially the first couple of times. Um, my regulars now uh, never ask me about a budget right, right. Uh, because they kind of know the price range. And uh, most of the time they'll say, you know, we've got uh, 10, 20. Uh, like this weekend, I've got one for 60 um, dinner party. Um, wow. You know, just just do, do whatever you do. Make it look beautiful. Um, and they don't ask me about price. And you know they're my regulars. Of course, right. I'm not going to rip them off. I'm right. going to give we, them good value. We love we love those return customers. Those oh, are yeah. always nice and and easy to deal with. So um, 
Now, if if someone were wanting to get in touch with you, catering by Boba Taylor, how how do they go about doing that? Uh, just by calling me, uh, you know. And I will I will definitely post that number if you don't mind. No, 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 no. I'd I will, I'd love it. I will it. post Bo's number <clears throat> for those of you in Oklahoma City, and I'm sure he wouldn't mind a little out of town. But of course, you would be paying for airfare and yes. housing. And <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Bo is not cheap. But he's good. I really, seriously, guys, um, if you're in the Oklahoma City area and looking for a great caterer, um, definitely, definitely, I really give appreciate that. Bo, a shout. He's he's really doing some some great great stuff. And you have staff and all that too that you can. Yes, I've got. Uh, they're they're not staff. They're really good friends of mine who are in the food service industry oh, or in, in the service industry. They're spot on. Bartenders and all that too. Bartenders. I find servers. a lot of people are. Are wondering about bartenders. How do we get? Yeah, I'll provide bartenders. Um, most uh, of your uh, caterers do not have licenses, as in my case. Uh, nor do I want to get into the liability of dealing with the alcohol. But I will provide bartenders right. uh, who are certified um, and licensed. Uh, but in terms of alcohol, yeah, that's not something that I really want to get into, just because right. of the liability. I totally, totally agree with you there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, guys, if you're in, if you are in the Oklahoma City area, definitely give Bo a shout out, and I will have that. I will have Bo's information on um, the website, and the website is www.inthekitchenwithscotty, S-C-O-T-T-Y, because I love you. dot com. Um, and I think that's about it. So awesome. I thanks for coming in and discussing um, catering and all the all the fun that goes along with that. And um, good luck to you on your on your on the gigs coming up. Thank that's, you. I appreciate that's, that. That's awesome. I appreciate all you right. having me. All right, everyone, have a great night and um, definitely check out the website. We will have a recipe of bows. It is a. It's basically a. It's a pear tort. Pear tort. Um, and I'm looking at the recipe right now, and it just absolutely sounds awesome. I have probably made probably a hundred of these, and what I love about it is there's nothing naughty in it. Uh, there's no fat in it. And well, that's no fun. No, 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 no. Well, that's why you have the oh, canal of whipping cream. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. Nice little side of whipping cream always does it. Yeah, but guys, this this recipe, um, and like I said, I'll post that on Bo's um, section of this, but it's, it's looking pretty amazing and also pretty healthy. I'm loving it. All right, so you guys have a great night. Thanks for coming by. And um, once again, check out the website. In the kitchen with Scotty.com, and we will talk at you next time. Bye. Thanks, Bo. Thank you. Mm-hmm.